Cheryl Victorian. This is Waco PD on the beat. Whether it's crime or just getting to know the Waco Police Department, we're here to talk about things that matter most to you. Hello, Waco, and welcome to Waco PD on the Beat. I am your co-host, Sierra Shipley, the public information officer for the Waco Police Department. And I'm Officer A.J. Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County. And we're here to build relationships, engage the community. Actively working to keep you safe and incorporating teachable moments for all. That's right. And on this episode, we're going to be talking. It's our another Crime Stats episode. And we've end got... End of the month. End of the month, yes. And we've got robberies to talk about for the month of September. So let's bring Sergeant Key on and uh, talk to him about what we're seeing as far as robberies go in Waco. Sounds like a plan. All right, we've got Sergeant Key here with us now with the Special Crimes Unit. Sergeant Key, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, good morning. It's good uh, to be here. Yes, yeah. yeah. So let's first talk a little about uh, yourself. What what do you do at the police department? Well, I'm actually the sergeant over the Special Crimes Unit, uh, which is a major crimes unit. Uh, we're specialized in certain offenses, typically major crimes against people. What kinds of offenses for? Well, we have a, a wide range of offenses. Um, particularly, uh, we handle all of your death investigations, which will include suicides, homicides, um, um, any type of uh, questionable deaths that are that are natural, uh, that could be, uh, they could be natural deaths, but there may be something else that we need to look into. We also do uh, robbery investigations. We do uh, adult sexual assault victims that are 17 and older, missing persons, and things of that nature. Okay, how long have you been with the department? Well, I've been with Waco PD now for, oh gosh, Overall, about 20 years. And I say that because I started off back in 1992. I left, I came back, left, came back again. and <laughs> Couldn't and stay away. <laughs> I could not stay away. I really enjoyed the field. And um, it, back in 2007, when I came back, and I've been here ever since, since 2007, I started back in dispatch. And in 2008, I finally you know, told my wife, I said, look, this is what I wanted to do with my life. I wanted to become a police officer. And we, or she agreed, and here I am. Awesome. And so you became a police officer, you were on patrol for a little while, and you were a detective with Special Crimes First, I was. right? Okay. I was on patrol for about three and a half years, and back in 2012, I became a Special Crimes Detective, and I have worked in that field now that I'm supervised now. Uh, it's just a great, I view it as a great field to be in, even though we work with a lot of tragic situations. Yeah. Well, I could see why it's a great field because you're you're working on things that are probably difficult, and when you solve it, it probably brings closure to family members. And It does. Uh, working with, um, unfortunately, death investigations is very hard uh, for the family members. Also, believe it or not, it's even hard for us detectives that you know, kind of get involved with that, and uh, we try to bring some peace to that and some, some justice if we can. Absolutely. So we're here to talk about robberies. We had a, a bit of an increase in the month of September. Yes, we did. And so first, let's explain, you know, what a robbery is. We had Sergeant Z on on our first podcast. And yes. we talked about the difference between like a burglary and a robbery. But let's refresh their memory. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I watched uh, that podcast. He did a really good job. And uh, there is a difference between a robbery and a burglary. A lot of people, when they think that uh, that the they come home and they find their place broken into, they say, well, I got robbed. Well, uh, it doesn't matter how you look at it. As long as you report it, we're going to go out there and investigate it. But there is a stark contrast between a robbery and a burglary. So burglary means that um, when someone enters into a structure, and it could be either a home, a business, it could be 
um, a store shed, a car, things like that, somebody enters in and they steal something, then that's considered a burglary. Whereas a robbery, uh, you're actually using either the threat of force, you're using force against somebody, and you're taking property from that specific person. And we also have aggravated robberies, which is um, you're using a deadly weapon, whether it be a knife or gun or something that can cause death to somebody. Um, you're causing injury to somebody that's 65 years or older or a disabled person. That makes it an aggravated robbery. Nice. So, well, not nice, but <laughs> good to have that definition as we continue and start talking about this more. So, I think now's a good time to talk about our Victim Services Unit and the Waco Police Department. You know, that helps coordinate the needs of those affected by tragedy, you know, involving crime. So to meet the extensive needs of our growing community, we provide 24-7 service to crime victims. Yes, and the unit relies heavily on volunteers. Um, those consist of community members that are wanting to make an active, positive impact on somebody's life and make a difference in a victim's life. Um, they're exceptional individuals, and we're always looking for more of them. So if you're interested, we've got some information on how to get involved with that program. Yeah, these are people who are just really have the heart to help and want to make sure that those in your community are getting the resources that they need at their you know lowest point in their yes. life. Are you noticing any trends? Like, is is there something specific happening that you're saying, or your detectives are seeing that could coordinate with why we've had a couple more? Well, sure. the The latest trend that we've had going on is uh, you have um, would call it marketplace type of robberies, meaning that is usually based upon a social media outlet uh, or some avenue where someone is placing something online for sale whether through Craigslist or any other avenue, Facebook, Marketplace, or any such. And they will meet up with the person thinking that that, that person that they're going to sell the property to is going to buy it. Well, in fact, they get there, they get robbed, uh, either by, again, threat of force or a weapon that was used to take you know that, that property. Here lately, it's been cell phones. Okay, well, let's break down the numbers a little bit. Uh, so in September of... 2020, in just the month of September, we had 14 robberies that were reported. And in this past September, we had 18 robberies. So, you know, statistically wise, that's a 29% increase, but from 14 to 18, that's only four more uh, in the month this year. Um, but like you said, we've been seeing kind of, that, I think that goes with, like you said, social media yes. and that more people are using social media, more people are finding ways to maybe sell their goods online. And so um, just in just thinking of the year uh, to date, 2020 through September, we only stop at September here, and that is 104 robberies are reported year to date. In 2021, we are at 120 robberies. Right. So is there anything that, I mean, it's kind of just like a roller coaster. We can't predict when things are going to increase or decrease, right? That, that is correct. Uh, robberies are a common, you know, basically... If it's able to, to happen, it, it can happen at any point, whether it be day or night. Uh, it's a crime of opportunity, and we just don't know exactly when it's going to take place. Um, this year, we've had a lot more robberies than 2020. Uh, earlier this year, we actually had a string of robberies that happened at convenience stores, and uh, it was a very intense investigation, and we actually got uh, somebody 
uh, arrested for those string of robberies. Explain the uh, uh, attention to detail and just the, the lengths it goes to have an arrest in, the, in, in cases like that. Oh, there's just so much that goes into it. Um, I'll even uh, paint a picture for you as well. We had a robbery of uh, Richard Card Motors. Uh, it was a very uh, intense investigation. We had uh, three individuals that robbed uh, the actual business, also robbed the people inside the business there. Uh, those That investigation was very intense. Uh, it lasted four months, uh, probably six six, seven months. Uh, we were finally able to uh, arrest three people for, the, for that robbery itself. Uh, but the detective that's assigned to it, we use everything that we can at our power to, to figure out who was behind those robberies. Obviously, with their wearing face masks, gloves, and things like that, it makes it a challenge for us to, to figure out who the bad guy is. But we are really, we have a really great group of detectives uh, that their passion is to solving crime and getting the bad guy put in jail. I can't release all the secrets about what we do uh, because basically once the, uh, the offender or the criminal uh, changes their mode of doing things, we have to change with them. And uh, we use everything at our disposal to make that happen. Awesome. So with this Richard Carr Motors robbery, it sounds a little bit different than the Facebook Marketplace ones. Kind of going back to those Marketplace type ones, what are some things people can do to prevent that or make it a little bit harder to be a victim? Well, I would say that the very first thing to do is that if you're going to meet somebody that you don't know, you've never seen before, you've only had interaction with them via online uh, through a text message, chat, whatever it may be, you don't know these people. You don't know... Uh, their background. Uh, I don't think most of these uh, Facebook Marketplace actually have some type of a rating for the person that is selling or buying the property. Uh, so you're really at risk. You're, you're already at risk. Uh, so what I would say in order to avoid some of that risk is that you need to meet at a, at a safe place, uh, somewhere in a dark alley or an apartment complex that you've never been at before at nighttime, at late at nighttime, is probably not the best option for you. So we recommend any safe place. Anybody uh, is able to come to the police department to to make whatever exchange um, in, in the parking lot, in the lobby. Um, we are a safe place. Uh, there's many different locations, whether it be in a public setting, at a business that is open and not closed, where there's people that are around. And so just you got to be mindful of your surroundings. It definitely goes back to being proactive. Absolutely. For sure. Is there a robbery season i know you know around like, this time you might see a little bit more maybe robberies or even burglaries um but is this the time where you're seeing more and more happen i would say yes um the robberies happen all year round um and and again it's it's a crime of opportunity and it, it could happen um at any point but i would say specifically we tend to see an increase starting in september and it will start to taper off about the end of of February and then March and April are they're not as bad, but they do happen. But I would say during that time frame between um, September and, and February, yes. Yeah. And with a robbery, that's definitely something like you said, it kind of happens right then and there. Uh, it could be an aggravated robbery if it's use of force. And so uh, what should someone do if they find themselves victim? Well, if you find yourself a victim, the very first thing that you got to do, if you got to make contact with 911. Call the police. Let us know what happened. Let us know where you are. 
Uh, sometimes if your phone is taken, then you need to knock on some doors, go to a business, someplace that's open, and make the phone call to the police department. Uh, the faster you contact us, the better chances of us, you know, finding out who the bad guy is. It really helps. Yeah. That's the very first thing. Especially if you're in one of those populated areas, you're probably going to find somebody that's got a cell phone because everybody's got one. And Yes. You know, yeah, don't, be, don't be afraid to ask people for help, you know. Uh, the last thing you really need to do or, or the last thing that I would say, don't wait a long time to, to make that phone call to us. Uh, response time is of the essence for Waco PD. We try to, to get uh, to your location in a timely fashion as we can, um, but the quicker the better for us. Yeah. So Crime Stoppers is my program that I'm responsible for. It's countywide. You reach out to Waco Crime Stoppers, and Crime Stoppers is an organization that bridges the gap between law enforcement, the community, and the media. So it's kind of a, a triangle, and the thing in the middle is Crime Stoppers. So uh, a lot of people are discouraged from reporting crime, so we encourage them with the incentive of up to $2,000 if your tip leads to the arrest. Um, a lot of people are discouraged from reporting crime because they don't want to have any retaliation or in fear of retribution. So Crime Stoppers keeps you completely anonymous. I don't know who you are at all, um, unless you put your name in the tip. And then I remove it so that your name is no longer associated with that tip. Uh, crime Stoppers kind of helps encourage the community to get involved to help our law enforcement partners solve crime. And the up to $2,000 helps fight your apathy from wanting to report. The anonymity helps fight the fear of retribution. And um, we allow you to anonymously submit your tips. So you can submit a tip by calling 254-753-HELP, which is 4357. Or that spells help. Yes. <laughs> For those of you that are old enough to remember texting with just nine digits instead of like the full keyboard, that might right. help you remember that. <laughs> and then um, you can go to wacocrimestoppers.org or you can download the P3 app and... I highly recommend that because then if I've got a question for you or, you know, you want to add more follow-up information, you just log into this anonymous app and send me that info. Um, and remember that your tip is always anonymous and you can earn up to $2,000 if it leads to a successful arrest. Yeah, and those tips that do come in can and, and have led to successful arrests before in the Absolutely, past. Absolutely, yeah. So just last week, someone got $1,000 from a tip that led to an arrest, so... That's awesome. It's a, it's a really cool program. Well, we appreciate those tips. So send them in. Uh, Crime Stoppers, like AJ said, keeps you anonymous. Now we talk about people, you know, like you said, we're kind of getting into that season of robberies. So as far as when the holidays come around, um, what can some people do to remember as they might be bringing in some more gifts? You know, people can see those gifts coming into the home. Right, Empty absolutely. Well, I would say a lot of people... If you're going out and shopping and things like that, there's a lot of things that could happen. Um, people, um, the bad guys look for an easy target. Um, when you're shopping and you're out and about, you need to, number one, be aware of your surroundings. Uh, you need to probably stay off the cell phone as you're going from your from the store to the car and from your car to your house. And you need to be just looking and just make sure that you don't see somebody that's shady just hanging out and just, you know, lurking around. Um, I would say, you know, uh, if you're into the comic books, you know, everybody has these spidey senses. You know, if, if you see something that feels odd and that looks shady, more likely it probably is. Uh, and you need to listen to your gut feelings. And if you see someone around your car that shouldn't be there, 
Go back to the inside the business where you came from. Go make a you know call the police. Let us know what's going on. We'll go out there and we'll investigate it and find out what they're doing or if they're up to no good. Yeah, and even if we show up and we don't see anything, they probably saw us and you know it was just enough to scare them out of doing whatever they were thinking about. Yeah, absolutely. Our presence typically deters a lot of crime. Yeah, sure does. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Now. We've seen, you know, breaking this down into neighborhoods for um, we can do, you know, year to date from last year to this year. Um, we saw kind of Richland Hills, downtown and Baylor. They all saw, a, you know, a little bit of an increase. Richland Hills, we went from, you know, 15 in 2020 to 23 in 2021. Uh, downtown, six to 11 robberies. In Baylor, we saw two robberies to eight robberies. Um, why those specific areas do you feel are, are targeted? Well, uh, these uh, these targets there they're obviously more populous than most uh, most other uh, places. Uh, you, anytime where there's an influx of people, uh, it gives more uh, of the the bad guys a chance for you know committing their their uh, their crimes, their robberies, or their thefts and things like that. And so when there's a, a lot of people, yeah, that's where they're going to go. Do you feel like, because sometimes people might think, uh, you know, Richland Hills, that's kind of like the mall area. Right. Uh, people might think that, oh, well, going to the mall, if I'm selling, you know, this certain phone or item, whatever, whatever it may be, yeah, we can meet in front of the mall, no problem. Um, but it all goes back to time of day, too, right? Sure does. Absolutely. It goes back to time of day. And most of, of those type of robberies that do happen, we find that they're under the cover of darkness. Most of your crimes are typically committed in, in you know, under cover of darkness. And so if you're going to make that exchange at the Richland Mall parking lot, then you need to be where there's people at and not away and isolate yourself, uh, which, which we tend to find out what happened. Um, most people... Uh, even the people that are there at Richland Mall, I mean, they're there to shop. They're there to, you know, have fun with their kids or whatever it may be. And they're not really paying attention to a lot of things that go around. And so you really need to be mindful even of that. So if you're going to be in the parking lot making that exchange, at least be around some people that may may see you. Right. Because, you know, if you've got people that aren't paying attention to their surroundings, if you're not paying attention to your surroundings either, just everybody's in their own world, sucked into their phone or... Right distracted with kids keeping them corralled so they don't run out in front of a right. car so yeah you could you could potentially be looking out for your your fellow neighbor and trying to keep them safe too <laughs> yeah and that's really the, the important thing is i mean the the people around you they're going to see uh, they should be able to see and hear uh, things that are going on it doesn't happen all the time uh, and crime can actually happen in front of them um but the most most important thing is if someone else sees something that looks suspicious, it's okay to call the police. I know my, my patrol guys are probably you know thinking, oh, my gosh, we're going to get some more, more calls. But ultimately, it's going to help us as a police department and help the community as a whole when we help try to identify the issues as we see them and ask the calls that come in. You know, we see the suspicious person that's been hanging around uh, the mall or a specific store or whatever it may be. Uh, and these people may have a legitimate reason for being there, but if they look suspicious, it's okay for us to make the phone call. We'll go out and talk with them, and if there's nothing to it, then we're on our way. Yeah. Well, and I know you've had this conversation before where a lot of times, even if people see something, they don't necessarily say something right away either. Right, absolutely. Um, 
I mean, it goes back to, and I hate to, you know, because I know we're talking about robberies, but we, you know, we had this uh, broadcast about a murder that happened uh, recently, and we know for a fact that there was, you know, 10 to 15 people that were standing outside when this uh, shooting happened, and we didn't get any phone calls, not one phone call that came in. The only phone call that we got is whenever he, uh, the victim, uh, smashed into a fence, and that's all we got. And so we definitely encourage people, if they see something, contact us. Let us know what you saw or, you know, whatever suspiciousness was that. Yeah. Even if you and, think someone else might have, oh, they'll, they'll call it in. Yeah, they, yeah. I know that person over there saw it. They'll do it. Yep. And, and do if it you're afraid of retaliation or them knowing who it was that said something, you can always contact Crime Stoppers. Absolutely. So Crime Stoppers has a campaign going right now that's see it, say it. It's like if you see something, you can report anonymously to Crime Stoppers. And if, you know, just helping solve that murder isn't enough for you, Crime Stoppers pays up to $2,000 for any information that leads to an arrest. So right. it doesn't even have to be a conviction. It's just if Sergeant Key and his people are able to make an arrest on one of these things, you can get paid for it. So I think it's a great tool. Um, we, we try to utilize Crime Stoppers yes. all the time, <laughs> and we appreciate the jobs that, that you guys do and the information that you guys put out for us. Um, I, one of the highlights that you – and I can't stress that enough, you know, just don't think that someone else is going to report it. Uh, in order for our community to get better at what we do, and in order to have a better community, we need to really get involved. Um, be watchful for your neighbors. Uh, be watchful for, uh, you know, women and children that are walking to different places. You know, men men need to step up and be men. Absolutely. And, uh, and simply uh, not doing anything that, can really hurt your your community by not reporting certain certain things can hurt your community. Uh, I would hate to see anybody be, be a victim, but there is that chance. You know, I would like to believe that Waco PD can be everywhere at all times, but really we can't. Uh, the people that can be are the people out there right now that are living life on a daily basis and being watchful, being observant, and then if you see something, report it. All right, we're gonna take a pause here for a second and talk about the Take Me Home program. This is something that I actually just recently learned about myself. Same. Yeah. And so this is a free service, the Take Me Home program. It's available for all residents of McLennan County, for adults and children who have difficulty communicating due to either a developmental or cognitive disability. Yeah, so the database is maintained by us at the Waco Police Department in our communications division and it's only accessible to law enforcement. Um, so just law enforcement personnel can get this information, and sometimes it'll have a photograph, the information on what their disability may be, a physical description, and most importantly, um, emergency contact information for that individual. Yeah, so this Take Me Home program, it really helps that adult or child who has that difficulty communicating, helps the officer kind of understand who this person is, who that emergency contact is, and where they can go to, you know, have that safe place for them. So these individuals, you know, they tend to be at risk for maybe wandering or include disorders such as Alzheimer's. They might be on the uh, autism spectrum disorder, dementia, Down syndrome, things like that. Yeah, so if you want to register yourself or someone that is a loved one or someone you're concerned for, um, for this program, all that information can be found on the City of Waco website, and it's just to fill out and submit the information, and that way we can have that database and, and help 
someone out one day. Yeah, a lot. I mean, we do get those calls every once in a while of someone who is lost. They aren't really sure of you know where they are or how, how they're going to get back home. And so in that system, if, if they're in that system, our officer can see, oh, look, this person has this emergency contact. Maybe this is their address or this is where they have other family or friends that can help them out. And that's how we get them to those safe places. Yeah. Or if we come across someone that does have issues communicating, you know, we can potentially reach out to dispatch and say, this is what this person looks like get a picture and potentially identify and get that person home safe. Yeah. So again, that's called the Take Me Home program, and it is a free service available to everyone in McLennan County. We do want to, you know, condemn a few, or, or that was not the right word. Commend. Commend. Thank you. I was worried I was going to say something. <laughs> we want to commend a few neighborhoods um, that have seen a decrease in, in robberies, and that's the Heart of Texas neighborhood, Brookview, and Brook Oaks. There wasn't a whole lot of robberies in those areas to begin with in 2020. 20, we saw, you know, in the month of September, five, six, and eight, and then that went down to two, three, and five robberies. And so uh, good job for, for, for them, yeah. I guess. But still, always be vigilant in, in anywhere you are. Absolutely. If any any neighborhood, if you're a part of a neighborhood, find out if, you're, if there's a neighborhood association that you can be a part of. Uh, we strongly, strongly recommend that for neighborhoods. I'll put a plug out for those guys as well. Um, I know it's important uh, for people to get involved. Um, you know, day and, this day and age where in order to help your community out, there's so many different things that you're able to do, you know, getting involved with uh, a community organization. You know, getting cameras on your houses, you know, or, or things like that can really help us as the law enforcement agencies to, to help, you know, get some good video and then maybe identify some suspects that may be involved in crime. Yeah. And, you know, on top of the neighborhood groups, the Citizens Police Academy have the volunteers that'll go, they'll jump in their cars and they'll just, they call it a swarm, I think, where they drive through a neighborhood one night just to deter people. They've got these signs that say police volunteer or right. police swarm or something like that. So because it just goes back to helping your own community because there's only so many officers that have to work the whole city, but you live there, you're there every day and you know what looks normal and what shouldn't be there. So if you see something that doesn't look normal or doesn't look right, it's like Sergeant Key was saying, call. <laughs> yep. so. Absolutely. Well, before we wrap it up here, uh, Sergeant Key, anything else that you want to say, touch on, talk about robberies, anything like that? You know, the, the, the biggest thing I would say, and I, we kind of said it before, you, people just have to be aware, you know, have to get out and, and, and drag themselves away from the phone or uh, drag themselves away from uh, their daily life and just pay attention to what's going on around them. Um, I don't think that all robberies can be prevented, but we can definitely make sure that we can lessen uh, the impact of it, uh, maybe lessen some of those. Uh, you know, we're all about catching bad guys at Waco PD, and it takes a community for us to, to make that happen. Um, a lot of the robberies that we uh, solve, it helps when we get the tips from the community and for people to get involved and to say, you know what, this is not going to happen on my watch. This is not going to happen in my community. I'm not asking anybody to, to step in and put themselves in harm's way. Uh, what I'm asking people to do is simply make a phone call. Uh, if, if you see something, we said it before, and uh, it just needs to be reported. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, I mean, congrats to you guys for getting those arrests. You said the Richard Carr uh, motor robberies and then also the croc robber Rock that robber, we had yes. with those string of uh, robberies at the convenience stores. I mean, just great job on, on your detective's part. Yeah, we well. work hard at it, and uh, we have a bunch of good guys and uh, that take care of business, and uh, they're serious about doing it, and we're not afraid to put people in jail. We're coming after them. 
Well, that wraps it up here for episode five. Sergeant Sam Key talking about robberies. Um, just, you know, make sure you guys are out there staying vigilant, staying safe, and uh, just be aware of your surroundings. Yeah, be aware of your surroundings. Look out for yourself. Look out for your neighbor. That's the big thing. It's like help your other people out, and they'll help you out. And, you know, the three of us can work together to solve crime. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us. I am Sierra Shipley, the public information officer. And I'm Officer A.J. Smith, the Crime Stoppers Coordinator for McLennan County. This is Waco PD on the beat. Have a good one, Waco. Till next time. Waco PD on the beat. The heartbeat serving you.